Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Dude, just like whatever you say in your promo, make sure you don't mention my family. Why don't you want me to talk about your family? Is it because your wife divorced you, your dad is dead, your parents tried to put you up for adoption, your grandma stole your credit card, your third cousin's a fat piece of shit, and your great aunt got gangbanged by the whole cheerleading team in 1972? Dude, what the fuck? What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sap. It's Fightful Wrestling. It is August 29th, twenty. 22 we got denise salcedo here denise uh who comes from a wonderful family by the way yeah thanks you know sean i i i i don't know how i feel about the words that were said earlier but it's all right it's all right I'm just i'm just hey, hey i'll see I, i'll just, be seeing you soon will you're like, you you're, you're you're lucky your birthday's almost coming up i can't be mean to someone on their birthday we're about 45 minutes away and i have committed Denise, I'm going to live the gimmick. At midnight, I'm going to eat leather. How old are you turning? Are you okay? I, I, I don't, I don't display that. that. I, yeah, I don't okay, display okay. any private I wasn't sure. I don't no. even know how old you are. Sorry, Sean. There, I will say this. There's nothing on the internet that has my age correct. Okay, nothing. so you could be like 50 or like 25 yeah. and we don't even know. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, guys, leave a thumbs up on this video. Subscribe, tap that bell for notifications. We've just got a ton of stuff coming. Uh, Thursday is going to be a particularly loaded day. Spotlight, Day After Dynamite. Myself and Ella J will have uh, predictions for All Out and Clash at the Castle as well. As uh, Gosh, I think there's a Tony Khan media call that day probably. We'll get details on that at they some point. That? They haven't announced that yet, have they? They haven't announced that, but it's coming. It's happening. Okay. It's, it it's usually always does, right? Usually yeah. on Thursday, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's gonna it's gonna happen. Uh, but leave a super chat, leave a humper chat. I would greatly appreciate that. And if you want to give me a really good birthday gift, how about this? Fightful 
select.com. We have that anniversary billing. So if you subscribe now, you're not going to get billed again on the first. And uh, today we had news on WWE, uh, at least discussing a major name coming back. We had major raw plans for today, all the, the big raw plans and just a ton of stuff. Yesterday we, we had the news that FTR were modeled and then taken out of the AEW game. At least initially they will not be a part of the uh, original rosters there, but we got Denise Salcedo here, and people like your hair, Denise. It does look good. Hey, Sean, don't we all have big raw plants? Denise. Did that not um, come through the way it was supposed to? I was trying to make a joke. Did it come out? Was that okay? Like, did my, did my joke make sense? <laughs> okay, well, I just wanted a ha. Hey, are you going to open your birthday gift? Oh, do you want me to do that now? I mean, if you want to do that now, sure. I have the envelope here. I've, I've got it opened, but I haven't opened it up yet. Okay, yeah. I don't want you to open it up yet. Well, I mean, you could open it now. But hold on really quickly. You should know I had a bunch of ideas going on with this, but I, I ran out of time, so this was the best I could do okay. for, for short notice. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, here we go. I'm Happy reaching birthday. down here. It is a – I'm going to cover up the addresses, but it is a little – folder little folder it's a fedex envelope sean uh, yeah it's a little folder um maybe it's a shoney's gift card what what do we think in the chat that it might be Let, let's take a guess with it's not a cd because i don't feel anything hard in here it's let's, just like let's, a flattened piece of turd but like gonna, made into a tortilla a tortilla of poop we're gonna give it a solid 10 15 minutes and get some super chats in is what people think this might be oh shit and Did then it just we'll hurt open. my gift. Damn. Yeah, probably. probably. <laughs> you know, I was so somebody says leather. Sean, I was so freaking pissed off too because Why? I messaged you, what's your address? Uh -huh. And I never heard back from you. And, I'm all, and I was literally in the parking lot of FedEx trying to ship you your package and you weren't getting back to me. So and what? so I had to leave. I left. I left you and didn't then I had call to go. me. You couldn't call me on the phone. I'm not gonna call you on the phone. Who does that? I texted you like a normal human being and you didn't respond. So I was like, nah, I'm gonna leave. And so I left and then I had to go back the second day. My God. Just throwing that out there. My God. All right, guys, get in your super chats, get in your humper chats. Guess as to what my gift might be from denise how'd you get my address again you finally got back to me the okay. following day reductive says love the blonde denise are you getting a push hey i hey i mean you never know right you go blonde all i need is a never mind my joke's gonna go too far i'm done talking i need denise to have some talent first but, oh thanks uh, get in your super chats get in your humper chats carl says that's one way to start the stream simon says happy birthday sean hope you will have a great one me too Matt says, happy early birthday, Sean. Now I get to watch live as SRS and the step host kill it. I seriously thought Sasha and Naomi were returning post-match. They didn't. A lot of people worked themselves into a shoot. We will be talking about that. Uh, we uh, got super chats about trolls and Instagram. I ain't giving them the time of day. You have uh, Instagram trolls? Oh, my gosh, yes. To the point to where legitimately our legal team got involved. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jared says, your hair slaps, Denise. Your hair is nice. Oh, shit, Joel that says, came out louder than I expected. 
Thank you. <laughs> Joel says, a framed photo of the rock or her hitting you with the low blow, heel or face? Um, I would say the former or the latter is, is more likely than the former. I Bruce says, I hope it's Triple H's walking papers. Uh, I hope it's not. Uh, oh, it's, it's them playing a, a Bruce Pritchard cosplay in our, in our chat. <clears throat> We've got Daisy Ruth saying three things. Pittsburgh is the best city in the world. Well, that is a lie right out of the gate. Because it's my, Los Angeles. And my fiance won't stop bugging me for more about Mox and Punk from SRS after Wednesday. I'm working to find out more. I mean, uh, Meltzer says that uh, they're, they're planned to, to main event all out still. I, I think it's a work. I mean, to me, it screams work. It's pronounced of Denise's wiki. Oh, I don't want that. No. I don't want that. Oh, God, no. But you know what I should have done, though? I should have screenshotted the day that you put your foot on Fightful yeah. on air. I could have screenshotted that and given you that. Jerry it's not says, a toaster, for once. That's true. I've given you, like, three toasters. Yeah, I've got a good toaster now, by the way, and none of them are the one that you got me. Hey, Jerry's. My toaster was thoughtful. My mom, I think, has that toaster. You uh, gave my toaster to your mom? Yeah, yeah I just left it at the old house. She so moved in. Mom, and... So your mom has gets the little WWE logo? She don't cook, so uh, I doubt it. But Oh, man, Carlos, Carlos says, happy birthday to the best dirt sheet boy in the business. I thank you. And Frank says, with Moxley referring to WWE shows and Monday and Friday crap, along with past WWE references on AEW, Will we see Hunter call out AEW directly? A new and intentional war could really push the industry creatively if done right. And hello. Um, I always loved it in the Monday Night War era when they did that. And Triple H is plenty adept to that, Denise. But I, I do sort of agree at times. Like, don't acknowledge number two if you're number one. Uh, but at times, too, if it's harmless and it's in the spirit of competition, I, I actually really, really like it. Here's the thing, because they don't do it often. I think there's only been like one time, and I think it was, um, I'm trying to remember, it was when somebody was saying that your name was being used on another programming, it was with The Miz, and was it Edge? No, I don't even remember what it was anymore, but whatever. It, they don't. The point is that it's not like you see WWE throwing shots at AEW left and right or anything like that, so I feel like if they were to do it, you got to do it like really subtle, really, really subtle, and far and few in between, or just don't do it. Joe Coughlin says, happy birthday, Sean. Subscribe to Fightful Select during the Vince exit, and I love it. Denise got you a Subway gift card. That'd be clever. That'd be clever. Uh, <laughs> Torch Crawler says it's a subscription fee for Footful Select. I mean, Feetful Select is right there. I mean, that's, that's what we would do. Meet Norma says, happy early birthday. Your president is a signed photo of Denise punching you right in the penis. Your hair looks great, Mrs. Stephost. And Jerry says, happy UK birthday, SRS. Hi, hi, Denise. I might be in the minority, but I like the main event finish. Big surprise and plays into the story for the sixth woman on Saturday. That it does. But let's get into this show. We got Judgment Day defeating AJ and Dolph. I was kind of surprised by this because Judgment Day has been kind of beaten down. But they did need to build to this match, to this uh, pay-per-view match that's going to happen at Clash at the Castle. Judgment Day defeat AJ and Dolph. They needed, needed to be pumped up a little bit. We got a Damian Priest interview that dropped this past weekend, by the way, guys. Go check it out. Uh, but AJ and Dolph, they're just allowed to go out there and wrestle, and they're having good matches. Now, 
is this a match that like you have to see? You got to go out of your way to see? Not really. And I don't know that there was one of those on this show like like previous weeks, but nothing here seemed necessarily bad. Judgment Day beating AJ and Dolph, I think it made a lot of sense considering who was booked for the show and who wasn't. Here's the thing, and it really wasn't until Kurt Angle's appearance and everything that went down with that match and everything that went down during that portion of the show that I feel that Raw started to really pick up. I felt like the first two matches that we saw on Raw, something was off. I don't think that this crowd was, uh, you know, I feel like the whole time, like they were waiting for like, you know, they were waiting for a reason to like really get excited and like really mark out about something. And so the first two matches, I don't really feel like they were all that like superbly invested. And I do you think that that kind of hurt a little bit of the start of the show because it kind of felt like I was watching people like legitimately just like sitting there and not reacting at all to certain things so anyway so this opening match I you know I kind of felt like something was off during it and I couldn't really put my finger on it I was thinking maybe it's the crowd there was an exchange between AJ Styles and Damon Priest that didn't go as smoothly as as you know you you would think so but whatever I just kind of feel like the crowd was just completely kind of dead during this match so it kind of took me out of it and I didn't think that the match itself was anything to like uh given the guys in the, in this match I didn't think it was anything to like really go home about so um I thought this was just a little bit of a weak start to raw yeah I think it, it didn't pick up until edge came out there by the way I think he was in the g-wagon look at him arriving in style in the Mercedes SUV but I'll tell you what I loved They went to commercial in between that. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So they made they gave you a reason to hang around and come back. Okay, you're going to see Edge. I feel like Edge has good enough connections to where he doesn't have to get help from Dominic. Like, Kurt's there. <laughs> Kurt's his buddy. I'd much rather have Kurt at 237 years old than, uh, than that. And honestly... I kind of think that Edge, Kurt, and uh, Rey Mysterio would be a last final, uh, a better last final match for Kurt Angle than the one he had as well against. I think in a anything would probably be better at yeah, this for point. Sure. Let's be real. It's depressing, <laughs> honestly, when I think about it, which is really sad because I don't want to be depressed about yeah. that, but it is kind of depressing. Rhea Ripley just talks the Singapore cane out of Dominic. And let's be real, there ain't anybody that's going to say no. To, to Rhea Ripley, she's going to she's gonna say, let me have it, and you're going to go, okay, and then you give it to her. That's it. That's it. You just you do what she says. That's, that's the rule. <laughs> Can we talk about Edge's promo? Yeah. Because it Let's was kind it. of, it was so, it was funny because it was very, very like, dad is very alert of the things that are going around society where he talks about like oh you know both me and beth we both wear the pants in this house i'm okay with my masculinity i was like you go edge but yeah. it was funny as how that like he you know brought that up because it was kind of like you know those dads that are like totally aware with what's going on right now and then 
he started calling uh, Judgment Day My Chemical Romance fans. And I'm like, dude, I don't even, okay, I haven't been a My Chemical Romance fan since like high school. So I don't even know what's been going on with them like recently. I don't even know if they have any new music or anything. Oh, they're, they're, they don't, right? Yeah, yeah, they do. So yeah, they, they do, do have new music? Yeah, absolutely. Holy shit, I didn't even know. Okay, what well, clearly I'm out of the loop. Do you not pay attention? They got back together I'm like three years I'm done with my emo phase, Sean. I'm no longer an emo. I'm done. That was early high school. Done with that. I mean, I, I don't know if they've got, I don't think they got a new album, but I know they're touring and all that. They're back together. Uh, they, I think they had a new single out this year, actually. I'm pretty sure, like a few months ago, oh. they dropped a new song. Well, whatever. I don't care. I'm not, I wasn't that big of a fan then. I, I don't think I'll go back now. But regardless, <sighs> it was kind of funny, though, that he brought up my chemical yes, romance. I, I did Sorry, like that. it stuck to me. Um, and I also like that it took three guys to try to keep down Rhea Ripley because they, she was like, you know, threatening them with the kendo stick. I like that. Yes. We're building uh, up Rhea. I, I like that Rhea is not afraid of anybody. Right. And she shouldn't be. She shouldn't be. They're uh, really making her to, I like that they're really kind of making her look like this. Sort of like Superwoman type of deal? Yes, because she you should know? be. She shouldn't be afraid of people. Absolutely not. We got Asuka, Bliss, and Bianca defeating Danny Moe, Katie Arquette, and Kayla Sparks. All three of those women uh, worked as worked on AEW shows, including Katie Arquette, who was on Dark Elevation tonight, Denise. She worked uh, Cleveland last week. Katie Arquette was Katie Ark, and Kayla Sparks was Kay Sparks. Uh, Danny Moe is the girlfriend of Facade, who uh, they're all over the independent circuit. So they're they're pretty well known. But I think this is good. Give these three women a tune-up match. Remind them of what's happening on the pay-per-view. Get them th to work their chemistry a little bit. Was this a great match? No, it wasn't. But it, it served the purpose of saying, hey, by the way, they got a six-woman tag on the pay-per-view. Here they are. I didn't mind this at all, especially when you got to fill out time on a three-hour show and think of fresh matches. To me, this was fine. I agree with you that it served a purpose. You know, obviously, they're heading into that six-woman tag, etc. Completely agree with you on that. And I thought the match itself, though, was not good at all. It was super slow, kind of boring. I really kind of wish that if you're going to – here's the thing, though. I feel like if you're going to do these types of matches with bringing in girls that were not – you know, that the TV audience is not familiar with, I kind of want to see them get a little bit more in, right? Like, for me, I kind of felt like it was just – it. it looked too slow it looked like it was almost them it, i just I, it looked too slow everything looked it, it didn't look too great so what i'm trying to get at here is i really wish they would have just changed the matchup a little bit so that it wouldn't look that way so it wouldn't yeah. look like the like if alexa oscar and Bianca were teaching the other girls how to be in the ring and how to wrestle because that's kind of what it felt like. It felt like a teacher-student moment. And if you're going to be bringing them in like this, I feel like you should allow them to actually go out and do it, especially because we've seen all these three girls. I've called uh, Danny Moe's, one of Danny Moe's matches in Mission, in Mission Pro Wrestling, as well as, as Kayla Sparks because Kayla is actually, um, she's the one that I'm most familiar with out of the three, and she's really good. Like, she's, she's getting there. Like, she's getting better and better and it was interesting because she barely even got like an opportunity in this match she was rarely seen in this match and she's 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 got a good energy good vibe very spunky you know that type of person so i really like her but the point that i'm trying to get at here is really they should have just given this a little bit more so it wouldn't have looked like a teacher student moment 
Somebody says they're not going to be a Humper Chat link today. It is humperchats.com. It has always been humperchats.com. It will always be humperchats.com. Uh, you can also go to humperchat.com if you want. Then Rank, now forever. Rank Chaos says step host is not okay. I don't I'm I don't not okay. Yeah. I'm not okay. I mean, ultimately these You not know that song, Sean? Of course, it's my chemical romance. Don't okay, be well, you didn't respond, so I don't gotta put you over all the time. I'm just I'm not saying, your promoter. Like, come on. You should be talking like Joey. I'm trying to talk about this wrestling match. Uh, and I mean, ultimately, these are younger enhancement talents, so I don't have as much of a problem with it. If this were the match on Saturday, I would have a big problem with it. But uh, I didn't much mind that. We had Kurt Angle come out. Then he's followed by American Alpha. I joked today that he was going to join the Varsity Club, which are uh, the, the group from the 80s that wore the Varsity jackets. But instead, Chad Gable offered him a Varsity jacket. And Kurt Angle passed it up. He's not happy about that. He being Gable, pronouns pal. And he wants uh, Otis to beat Angle's ass. But Kurt and Gable have a shoosh off. This was harmless fun. I don't think that Kurt Angle has anywhere near the comedic timing that he did 20 or so years ago by any stretch of the imagination. But this is still fun stuff. I, I want Gable to... I need to have him do a new thing, the shoosh and the thank you, or I'm like, all right, I'm ready for something else. I'm ready for something else. See, I disagree here. I don't think that it's Kurt Angle not having the comedic timing that he used to have. I don't think that was the issue. I feel like for me, the shoosh off didn't really work because I like for me, at least I know a lot of people loved it on social media, but I just think it was more so of the material like the shoosh off to me wasn't that funny. I, I don't think that it's Kurt Angle's lack of comedic timing. I think it's rather just the shoosh off the shoosh, shoe off shoosh off wasn't that funny. Yeah, it just wasn't. It it was all right. I, like I said last week, I'm ready for Gable to get something new. For this, I thought it was was okay because Kurt Angle and Chad Gable they had sort of the, the similar backgrounds, amateur wrestling, the the like white bread type of character that that does that. So I think that 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 was plenty. It was a fun. little bit of a letdown. Yeah. Torch Crawler says, Kurt's neck has less points of articulation than a basic WWE figure. Hey, mine too, buddy. Uh, I broke mine. It ain't fun. But we did have a match. Street Profits defeated Alpha Academy. I feel like I've seen this match 400 times, Denise. Um, and Angelo Dawkins, I, 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 this isn't even like a new thing. He just keeps working his ass off. Like, there are times where I think that, that he... Uh, outperforms Montez these days. Okay, so I know we've seen this match a thousand times, but I do want to say that, man, Gable, man, he freaking hustles. He goes in he there and he was making magic with Montez. He was making magic with Dawkins. Uh, I mean, this was him just like going all over the town, man. Uh, I just, I want to give him credit for that because he was doing so much different stuff 
with both of those guys, and it was very enjoyable. I honestly thought that this match was really fun. I know we've seen it a bunch, but I kind of feel like they went a little extra with this one. And I feel like they kind of, because like I said earlier, the crowd really was, didn't seem that invested, and I kind of feel like they were uh, kind of fighting to get the crowd back, like get into it. And at some point, I do feel that they uh succeeded at that kind of more sore towards the end but i did think that this was a really good match i like yeah. this i loved um i loved the um, ankle lock the, the yeah montez doing the ankle lock was cool for me i thought he was gonna win with that and then dawkins like um launching otis yes. over it was funny because the the actual pounce didn't even look that impressive it was more so the way that otis got like so much like distance from them like how'd you get so much distance from that little barely like they barely touched each other it was good it was good uh, i i want to say that i agree with ronald hollick here wish we could have gotten one off if shelton and, and charlie haas versus american alpha with kurt angle there i wish they would just say hey Kurt, if you can do one more and you can do a six-man tag, we'll bring in Charlie Haas. We'll do the six-man tag. And American Alpha can like add somebody temporarily to their team too. Because I think that would be a much more fitting end than what we got. Because, I mean, Charlie Haas is working all the time now. He's, he's wrestling all the damn time. Between those two and Shelton, I think they can get a good 10-minute six-man tag where where uh, Angle comes in, plays the hits, Angle slam, belly-to-back suplexes, ankle lock, and, and that's a wrap. We got Richie Goodacre saying, hurt me if the crowd didn't seem to get the writing on the back of the photos gag. It was a nice throwback that fell flat. Yes, so after the match, Kurt Angle drinks from Street Profits Cup, and he ain't happy about it. So then he gives them milk. I love this. This is good stuff. And then later on, we get Edge doing the uh, messages on the back of the photos gag again. And he swapped him out with one that didn't have that, then fooled him and had the messages on the back. This was a, a nice little callback. The crowd didn't get it, but I mean, it was, it was 21 years ago, Denise. They're not all going to get it. <laughs> There's a, there are a lot of young people in that audience that probably don't know what happened there. See, and that's, you know, I was so invested in this and I was so happy when they did this that I didn't even pay attention to what the crowd, if the crowd was responding. So that kind of, uh, I didn't, I can't even add to that because I was so excited about this. I was like, yes, I was just kind of like waiting for like the moments first with the blank one. And then he's like, oh, I'm sorry I did this. I'm sorry I did that. And then the whole, uh, you, but you still suck sort of deal. Um, this was really funny. I'm so glad that they did this. Usually, like usually, I'm not the biggest like person that's all over the nostalgia type of stuff. Like that's not really for me. I don't, I don't tend to be like too in love with the nostalgia as much as some other people may be. But this here, oh, this was, oh, I loved it. I loved the milk spot. I loved especially just the moment with Edge. I thought it was great. Yeah, I really enjoyed those. I thought this was a good way to use a legend on the show. He comes out, he gets a hometown pop. He promotes some stuff. He promotes Clash of the Castle. He advances a team. He gets heat on another team. He has a fun moment with somebody from his past who's still around. And then he like he interacted with like seven or eight different people in a very short amount of time to where it didn't consume the entire show. So I thought this was was very, very fun. And I thought this was was harmless stuff. Uh, and Alpha Academy and Street Profits worked their asses off. I'm ready for some new teams on Raw. Get some new goddamn teams on Raw already. I'm so sick of it. 
Louise Marie says it's a Sean Ross sappy birthday. Well, it will be in about 23 minutes, but thank you so much. Meet Norma says for exclusive wrestling news and interviews, go to WrestleMyBritishGranny.com. It's stupendous. And Luis goes, link is broken. Not sure what's happening. Uh, needless to say, I did not renew that URL. You don't have it anymore? <laughs> no. For those of you who aren't aware, um, MJF did an interview with WrestleTalk like a, a year or two ago or something. And he was like, He's like, I don't even know what website you're on. Wrestle Talk, Cultaholic, WrestleMyBritishGranny.com. And I registered WrestleMyBritishGranny.com and we, we kept it for about uh, a year or two. But I, I let that one lapse. I think that joke sort of run its course. That one universe says, I was the one that told about the troll uh, making them use their legal team. LMAO, happy birthday, Sean. That's the first, uh, maybe the second time I've had to get a legal team on something and yeah usually it doesn't usually happen but eh, that's that's what we pay them for i guess we got ms and champa's interview all right denise yes i'm gonna make you say it what are they implying here Bro, I didn't even pay attention to this. You're going to have to remind me what they said. I don't even not, remember what happened here. They're asking Miz what happened last week, and he's like, not uh, talking Oh, he was about talking about his... Oh, yeah, okay. I wasn't paying attention to this. Talking about his what? Talking about I his was, what? I was not paying attention to this. I was just staring at his shirt the All entire right. time thinking... All right, so I'm going to give you the rundown, Denise. I'm going to give you the rundown. I'm sorry. I All right, pay attention. Me. I'm giving you the rundown. Miz won't talk about what happened with Dexter Loomis last week, but Dexter got arrested. They released him. Miz goes, how could that happen? Oh, yes. I remember now. And then he said that he's Sure. Mad. Muted. I'm already going to explain it for the people who didn't. But Miz wouldn't tell the cops anything. And Adam Pierce is like, listen, buddy, we got counseling. We got people that are here for you. We got a lot of resources that are at your disposal. Denise. Yes. What? Listen. They're implying the man got ass raped. That's what they're that's what they're implying. That's what the, they're implying butt stuff here. I'm sorry, that's what they're doing. I didn't get that from Come this. on! Come on! Is that why Ciampa was then creeping up on him like that? I don't know. During <laughs> the match? Did you see that? You saw that, right? You caught that, right? That's what's happening. And if they're not. Wait, what? what stuff was implied? <laughs> Come on. Okay, now I get it because well, because earlier when he was saying that he was not that he that how could he be in jail if the Miz didn't actually follow through with anything? And then after that, I tuned I tuned out. Okay, whatever. But then afterwards, during the actual match, there was a moment. Oh, hold on. Where... There's people. I know when he when he tapped his shoulder and Miz is like, huh? Yeah. Now, now that people. Was the part that hold on. Got me hold thinking on. What's going on here? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. There are people saying, what the heck are you on, Sean? Where's your mind going? All right, guys, hit me with an F in the chat if you believe that's what was implied. Obviously not explicitly stated, but implied very much that Miz got Heidenreicht. It is very much implied. And yes, look at that in the chat. Everybody knows it. We're all adults here. We, you know, we only approve of consensual they... sexual encounters or any encounters in any way. 
But Sean, why would they imply that? He's supposed to be like in this storyline, married listen, relationship in love hey, with Indy Hartwell. Listen, and now he's kidnapping listen, listen, a grown listen, listen. man to do butt stuff? Maybe, maybe <laughs> Dexter Loomis. Listen, hear me out. Maybe Dexter Loomis was trying to call Mrs. Bluff about his balls. And he said, all right, big boy, show me those massive balls. Let's see them. So you're telling me. I got a set on me. Let's see him. Maybe that's what he said. So you're telling me that Dexter Loomis came out of the blue. Oh, to... oh, I don't know if he came or not. <laughs> Listen, I don't know. I'm implied. Okay. You're telling me that confirmed. Dexter Loomis arrived out of nowhere to find out. If the Miz had massive balls or not, because of all of the stuff that had been said on Raw, and so he kidnapped him to mm -hmm. do butt stuff, even though he is technically married to all Andy right. Hartwell. Listen, I'm just saying Vince Russo has been claiming that he consulted for WWE. It would make an awful lot of sense, would it not? And then the Miz gets back into his car later that night only for Dexter Loomis to be waiting for him in the back seat so that he could then get more butt stuff? This is what you're telling me right now. Okay, I'm gonna... It, it's terrible. There's no way. I can't... No. I'm, I'm not saying anything. I'm... Is that why they're pushing this whole, what did you see? He's suffering from PTSD trauma? Denise... I'm just asking, I, I'm why just were saying, they doing this? I won't even say that it was implied that was what happened. I'm saying it was implied that that's what some people on the show believed happened. Like, like it seemed like people there thought on the show that that's what happened. And Miz was like, I'm good. I don't want to talk about it type of thing. Like, Why wouldn't he want to talk about it? I, I listen, I'm not gonna. I didn't read this much into this, to be listen, honest. Listen, I'm not gonna comment on what a person should or shouldn't say after they were abducted. Well, they can they can grieve on their own timeline, Denise. Have be God, have some sensitivity. You're the one telling everybody that there's I'm not telling implied. Anything. It was implied. It was implied. I'm just saying it doesn't make sense, but whatever. And why would they even want to imply that? That's terrible. Cyclops says maybe Indy is into it, but I don't know. It wasn't cheating. Listen, listen. I just want to say I hope anything that happened was consensual. I just want to say that. How can it be consensual? He got kidnapped. The consensualness maybe is Maybe that's gone. his tank, Denise. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't know. <laughs> There's no working around it, Sean. The man got kidnapped, and now they're implying butt stuff. Alyssa Leggett says, love your hair, sub-host. Also, what the hell is going on in this stream? I, I don't even know. Mm, I don't even know. Man. Punks or Punk says, I didn't think that until you said something, Sean. Well, now you're thinking of it. That's for damn sure. Dude, that's the one thing I'm going to go back and watch rewatch on Raw. Orlando says, the only person who would know what Miz is going through is Theory. I don't, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, uh, I get it. Now, is it because of the Vince McMahon stuff? No? No. No. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, because you said, <laughs> I thought that's what he implied. You see what happens when you assume you make an ass out of you and me. Or just you. <laughs> or just you. 
<laughs> well, I'm sorry. I didn't know what he meant by that. I go, I don't know what he means by that. Roy says, I mean, Hunter isn't exactly known for his highbrow humor. That is also true. That is very true. Uh, Cyclops is better than Wolverine, says WWE turned into Law and Order SVU real quick. Oh, my God. It feels like Elliot Stabler was about to turn that chair around and start interrogating somebody. Ronald Hollick says Heidenreich. Kai says Dex took him to the Firefly Funhouse. Heartless says plot twist. Indy was watching. I don't know what the hell the deal is. Here. All right, that's it. I don't know what's going on on this stream. I don't. <laughs> this is my cue to be peace. Carl says Miz can talk about it uh, or talk it out with Michael Cole for this. Whew. Chris says is this storyline a belated birthday gift to Vince? Yikes. Hemp okay, Connell so says butt stuff. Is that substitute teacher stuff? Jordan says he heard Miz was an a-hole. Simple miscommunication. Listen, come on now. Uh, Sheldon Jackson says this was the PG version of Mike Tyson butt stuff without saying it with Tyson saying he would until the reporter loved him. I ain't comfortable with that either. I ain't comfortable with that. Don't like that. That was a pretty uh, gnarly promo that Tyson cut. But listen, let's, let's go to something more positive. Let's go to something more positive. Orlando says, SMH, Denise, I meant Theory was kidnapped from Dexter and NXT. Yeah. Well, listen. First off, I just... Thank you for explaining. Cyclops said this kink shaming is worse than anything Loomis did. As if. As if. Well, hey, listen. Listen. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you guys, go to NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Maybe you want to watch Clash at the Castle on the WWE Network this weekend. Maybe you want AEW Plus or to get that pay-per-view much more affordably than what you're going to be paying for it. Maybe you want to do like I did a couple weeks ago, get that UFC pay-per-view at a much more reduced price. Well, you can, because you can change your virtual location with just one click with nordvpn.com slash Fightful. This graphic is wrong. You get four months free, not one, but four, and a 30-day money-back guarantee if you don't like it for any reason. The fastest VPN in the world, it works on all of your devices Let's you browse safely and securely. Blocks unwanted pop-up ads, malware, online trackers. It's good stuff. I use it all the time when I travel, when I'm on that unsecured Wi-Fi, uh, when I'm traveling to Canada, LA, anywhere the heck that I'm going. NordVPN goes with me. Even here at home, I do have it on all of my devices. And again, a great deal at nordvpn.com Fightful. There is no reason for you to not get NordVPN.com slash Fightful. 30-day money-back guarantee, four additional months free. You will save money by using NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Denise, it is time to open up your gift. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. We haven't done it yet. (laughs) Here we go. Here it is. I'm excited. Do you hate it? Do you hate it? Are you going to cry? It is very close to what a lot of people thought it would be. It doesn't have Denise actually hitting me in the balls, but it certainly has the aftermath of it. It's a collage. It is a collage, and I do like it. Uh, This picture right here. I wrestled probably about 40 or 50 matches during uh, my, my little indie run, but this match that I didn't actually wrestle was one of my favorite moments, Denise, and... I'll even make you go out of character and I'll say that having you ring announce me was probably one of my favorite things I've done in wrestling. And, uh, Oh, there's another one. That is very nice. Are you going to cry? 
I'm not going to cry, but for those of you who don't know, um, my trainers trained a lot with Josh Barnett, a cat where we came from a catch wrestling school and they spent a lot of time training with Billy Robinson and Josh Barnett, Josh Barnett, a former UFC champion. And, um, that's when it became real to me when I was back at GCW and Josh Barnett goes, Oh, we're working together tonight. And I said, what? That wasn't in the plans. And he was like, oh, well, no, I wanted to, so we are. Uh, and that was like the most flattering thing to me ever. This is very nice, Denise. I appreciate yeah, you didn't, this. You didn't know I had it in me, did you? To give a nice presents. I didn't. I thought the only thing you had in you was big fat shits. Yeah, but you see? You see, I can be nice. You can get something other than a toaster. That that means an awful lot to me. I'm going to get both of those framed. Yeah. Actually. And also check out the, the podcast me and Denise did for about an hour talking about yeah, that, that night. Good. That was, that was one of the best podcasts we ever did together. It did like over like 15, 20,000 downloads. I think like a oh, lot shit. of people watched that. Cause we explained the entire process of how we found out about it, how we pitched it, how things changed, how we like taught Denise how to do this, me messing up and uh, not knowing yeah. where the hard cam was. It was, and it was, so it was all I literally corrected you, Sean. I said, Sean, the but I'm like with the hard cam here, I should be here. And you were like, no, 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 no. You go this, you go there. And I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, I gotta go back to the performance center and find out where the cameras are. Yeah, seriously. And then I look stupid because I came in the way that you told me to come in, even though I told you that I shouldn't be there, that I should be someplace else. Check check out the full show we did. It was really good. Uh, one day we'll go back and do like a watch along of that as well, like a year yeah. a year later. Terry Allen says Wednesday's my orientation at the Target store. General merchandiser, new beginning, and thanks Sean for the cameo. Is Target in Kentucky? Yeah, we have uh, a couple of targets here in Lexington. But congrats on the new job, Terry. Thank you for getting that cameo, guys. I am on cameo. I don't promote it a lot, but I donate all the proceeds to. Uh, to uh, worthy causes uh, this summer uh, i've got a a wealth of lgbtq plus uh causes that it's going to go to so uh please go check me out on cameo i'll do reads for your efed or like break fake news stories for you guys any any kind of fun stuff you guys want lm arthur Steele says happy birthday brother mang from one 830 homeboy to another to echo the rest salcedo's hair is on point well also happy birthday to you uh, as it as it comes up, but I gotta agree, Denise. I like your hair. Thank you. I was very nervous, but as you know, I almost went red, but I chickened out, and then I I wow. messaged my friend like at three a.m. and I was like, "Don't do the red. Buy the blonde hair dye. No red." I chickened Man. out. I was afraid of what I was gonna look like because I was. So like, did you do oh. it yourself? No, my friend did it. Okay. She's a professional. I messaged her and I told her to buy different different hair dye i was like okay there was context i, I could have used sean the last time i dyed my own hair it was bad it was really bad this isn't a super chat but this person says i'm on a lag and just got to the ms loomis stuff it was not implies srs stay off the weed um guys leave a thumbs up in the chat if it was implied do Sarah a poll. Oh, wait, don't do a poll. No, no, don't do a poll. Not on Twitter. No, yeah. no. Sean. No, I'm going to do it here on YouTube. Sean. Oh, I was going to say, oh, don't do it on Twitter because it's going to be a mess. Was it implied? <laughs> don't do it on YouTube either. There's weirdos. There we go. You're going to get a bunch of drama. I got the poll set. 
Sarah Marie says, we saw Street Profits and Alpha Academy at the Dark event in Kingston weeks ago, and it was easily the most exciting match of the night. Oh, I'm not surprised with the way that they can go and on a live event. And not only that, a few weeks ago, a few weeks ago, uh, when they were just first getting the ability to do whatever they want. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, also, Lashley defeated The Miz. There's not a lot to talk about there. Siren Jag says, for SRS's birthday, Dexter Loomis is coming over. Tune in next week to see... Never mind. I'm not reading that. But I'll, I'll tell you one thing I didn't like. He's horrified of Dexter Loomis in the crowd, but not of Bobby Lashley in the ring? Now, I mean, granted, Lashley didn't kidnap him, but still. It's the eyes, bro. I guess so. Oh, boy. We're not going to talk about any of the Rollins-Riddle actual promo. Because none of that shit matters. What we're going to talk about is what they said when they came back from commercial. Oh, I thought you were going to say we weren't going to talk about that. No, no, I was no, no, like, no. what? Now, for those of you that don't know, this looked like it was inspired by a now infamous John Jones-Daniel Cormier promo from like eight years ago. They pr had probably the most heated UFC feud ever. Like the two greatest light heavyweights of all time. Daniel Cormier, you could argue... Might have been the best UFC heavyweight of all time had he had he stayed there. But they had this heated, like a minute and a half type of reaction to to each other. And it started with John Jones being like, Hey pussy, are you still there? And at the time, John Jones was still portraying this goody two shoes like guy. He was working everybody. And they go off, and Daniel Cormier was like, I would spit in your mouth. I would spit in your face, right in your mouth. <laughs> and John Jones is like, I would, I would kill you. And they just go back and forth. This was what that was. It was the hot mic promo. And Rollins goes, oh, you still there? <laughs> and Riddle is like, yeah, man, I'm still here. And then Rollins says it. He said, you talk about my family. Let's talk about yours. Oh, wait, you don't have one because your wife divorced. You took your kids and they don't want to see your bitch ass anymore. And I thought Riddle reacted to this magnificently. Like he, he said, what did you just say? Not as in like, a, I couldn't, he couldn't believe what he had just heard. It wasn't an immediate, like, holy crap thing. It was a, I can't believe you just had the, the balls to say that to me type of thing. Now, it was in response to Riddle saying, the only man in your family is Becky Lynch, who is the man. Oh, boy. Now, I want to say this. WWE stuck with Riddle through some sticky shit. So, if you're Riddle, you got to suck it up and soldier on. You got to do it. You don't really have a say in the matter, Denise. If, Rid if Seth Rollins wants to call you a fat piece of shit, you don't get to pie face him. It ain't working out like this. Sorry. Um, but they had brawled in the parking lot earlier in the day. I am loving this feud, Denise. This rules. I got to say, this is the best thing going right now in WWE. And this is the best. This is the best story. Yeah, like I can't think of anything that feels this good right now, especially 
more so after this, after this, this basically what they did today with this story is what's one of the things that you're always talking about, Sean, is how they need to do things that don't feel so, so proper, so polished. Spontaneity. Spontaneity. They did that with that, you know, parking lot brawl that, you know, was cut off of a, you know, cell phone footage from a fan or whatever. And then they went and they did this. So not, not only did they do this promo, but I like the way that it was set up where it was like they did their thing on TV. Then it was done. We went to commercial. We came back and it was this thing where it was like, oh, you're then, you know, everything that you just said. And it was one of those things that I liked the way that they kind of formatted it formatted because the way that they wanted to for it to come off was that you know oh wwe didn't expect that they were going to go off and you know start saying these things but we ended up catching this footage with our cameras we were still rolling and so here's what happened um after that that didn't air and so i liked the way that they presented all of that in terms of reactions i didn't think they were going to go there like i didn't think they were going to go there with this riddle stuff because the line that riddle gave seth about you know Becky being the man and that we've heard different variations of that before though. It's still a great line. It's a good one, but we've heard different variations. It was, it was like going from your breath stinks to your mom's (laughs) dead type of thing. Yeah. They, they were levels to this and Rollins stepped on the scale and broke it. It's like, Jesus. Uh, And also you got to give so much more credit to Rollins because that look that he had, that look that he had right before he said it, he had the motherfucker, I'm going to kill you right now. I'm going to stab you, kill you, whatever type of look. That that was the face he had. Uh, this was great, man. This was and awesome. Riddle was out there dropping F-bombs and saying, he's like, where are you? I'm coming to find you now. I didn't even know Ooh. Riddle had the possibility of looking or being that mad. Like, I've never seen this mad version of Riddle. I've seen him mad before. Like, when we did a show together, I saw him when he... He was mad a couple times, like, and it honestly does take a lot, but that was one he was able to channel. Louise says, someone play, hit him up to the segment ASAP. It was, it was ether. It was ether level. Joey says, that took a cheap shot at Riddle, but the cheap shot queen is still Chris. I hate orphans. Statlander. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Omar says, damn, that Seth promo got personal fast. I heart emoji it. It was amazing. It was one of the best things. It's been one of the best things on TV. This it's just like been the incredible. Thing they've done in a long time. Yeah. AE775 says, uh, I kind of think Rollins should win Saturday and win the WWE title at Survivor Series on the 10th anniversary of The Shield. I don't think they'll play up the 10th anniversary of The Shield that much. One of them's gone. They probably want to put that in the rear view mirror. Who do you think should win this weekend? I don't know. I feel like the way that they're going about this, I just kind of wanted to continue. Like I'm just enjoying it. Roy says it was Christian writing Seth material. Uh, that that's definitely what it reminded me of. Johan says I'm from New York. These are fighting words, immediate hands. I'm sold on this match. This is what Riddle's character needed. It did need this. It needed something to change him from happy-go-lucky guy to, oh, wait, he could still be fighting in the UFC if he wanted to. He just, he's the only guy to get fired on a four-fight or winning streak in the UFC's history, ever. He chose to leave MMA. He was still competing at a very, very high level. 
Nicholas says, do you think that line was planned? Do you think uh, Riddle didn't react as a character, but how he would react in real life? He did react how he would in real life, and it was planned. It absolutely was planned. Carlos says, happy birthday. Well, thank you very much, and thank you to everybody in the chat saying it. And I, I did make a promise, Denise. It's official. I'm going to eat leather, Denise. For those of you who don't know, Denise impersonated me in her own house for months without telling me. And My she bad. said that she was recalling, I still do it. She said that she was recalling a conversation that I was having oh. where I said, well, we're not going to eat leather, which um, I don't sound like that first off, but I do love the voice. Brian more or less says time to eat some leather and I'm going to actually eat leather on the air. What are you talking about? Oh my God. What the hell is that? It's a fruit leather. I got fruit leather. I got I've lots never seen of that them. in my life. Exactly. Cause you don't eat leather. <laughs> look at this. Look at, look at the texture. It looks awful. Is it like a fruit roll up? Is it like, a it's leather. Turkey? What is it? A fucking leather. Is it hard? Not is really. it like, like, what does it taste like? Describe it. It's fruit jerky. It's delicious, too. So you do eat leather. Yeah, I've eaten this stuff for quite a while, actually. I have eaten leather. So this time. whole time, you were making me feel bad about making fun of you when, in fact, you do eat leather. Well, that's the evidence. You said that I told somebody that we wouldn't you eat leather. Did. And, in fact... That we're not going to eat leather. I would love to eat leather. I'd eat leather every day if I could. <laughs> Everybody um, message Stretch Island. Tell them to sponsor me, please. I think if anybody should be sponsored by them, it's you. That's for sure. Why are you asking people if it's hard, by the way? Because it looks like it. Whoa, Denise. Whoa. The texture. It looks like bumpy and like it looks like it's hard to eat. Like, when you bite it, like, I feel like I have to go, Argh. that's what it looked like. You see? You just did it. Denise. I'm sorry. I don't eat leather. Okay, first of all, do you not watch food shows when the judges are doing the tastings? They, like, describe it, Sean. You're supposed to describe the food that you're eating so the viewer at home could kind of get an idea of what it tastes like. <laughs> okay, hold on. You implied butt stuff. I ask you if that damn leather is hard and all of a sudden, I'm the bad guy. I'm the one who's out of control. Thank God I didn't say I wasn't eating latex. That's for sure. Ryan Ben says, happy birthday to the king of the $5 promo. Thank you so much. Brandon yeah, you got people to throw their hard-earned money at you at GCW. I did. I've still got five the $5 bill that I grabbed, one of them. You should frame it. I'm going to. Make a collage. I am. A scrapbook. Brian more or less says, I was only joking about you. Eating leather. Well, we're not going to eat leather. We sure are. <laughs> Rollins and Matt Riddle 
We got another super chat about that. Brandon Charles Powell says, I liked it too because Rollins for a few seconds broke away from the whole laughing gimmick and got real. Yeah, they both did. They both did. Connor's cheers back for 2022. I'm very happy about that. Um, RIP Connor the Crusher. We've got some general super chats. Orlando says, Raw was an interesting show. The middle was good, but the beginning and end. Thanks, Denise, for the funny clip of the show. Tagged you and SRS on Twitter. I'll have to, to check that out. Jake says, off topic, but are you planning on reporting the new wrestling musical, The Last Match, featuring Matt Cardona? Looks like it'll be a great show. We reported about it last week, my friend. Carlos says, do you think Drew is going to dethrone Roman this Saturday? Don't see nobody else doing it. Yeah, I think Cody Rhodes will do it, but um, I think it should be for one title. I think that should be the, the gimmick is that it's for the Raw title. Because they're going to want to do something big for this show, clearly. So I feel like you could expect something. Yeah. Sofa says, that went right over Denise's head. Yes, it did. What did? Yes, it did. A latex joke? No, 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 Denise. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. <sighs> but if your pubes are going way over your head... Check out manscaped.com and use the code FIGHTFUL. Smooth sack summer is slowly coming to an end, fellas. If you haven't been scaping for the summer sun, it's not too late to sweep your sack of those pesky pubes. As summer comes to an end and we enter fall, keep your boys clean and fresh just in time for fresh ball fall. The leader in below-the-waist grooming is here to make sure your pubes feel smoother than a beach ball and smell fresher than your girl's pumpkin spice latte. Start the season the right way and join over 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer. 20% off and free worldwide shipping when you use the code FIGHTFUL at Manscaped. They got that performance package 4.0. What's in there? The 4.0 lawnmower trimmer, the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver, ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all those goodies. They got that advanced skin safe technology on that lawnmower 4.0 that lets you take care of it safely. But don't worry. There's a lot more too. You can keep yourself groomed head to toe with their Shears 2.0, which is a luxury nail grooming kit that has nail cutters, tweezers, grooming scissors. They've got a little bit of everything at manscaped.com. Use that code FIGHTFUL, get 20% off, plus free shipping with the code FIGHTFUL at manscaped.com. The Usos and Sami Zayn come out. God damn. Sami Zayn is one of the most interesting television characters, period, right now. He is so much fun. He's out there dancing with the with the Usos. And Kevin Owens doesn't want him to be a part of this anymore. And Sammy's sending messages for Roman. I love that he's like, me and Jimmy are buddies. Me and Jay are, we're getting there. Him and Jimmy have like a secret handshake type of thing. And it is so amazing. I loved it. Like Sammy Zayn re-signing was another big W. Like, that's another one. He, he had let the world know. He's like, you know, I kind of like what I do on this show. Sure, he can go out and have amazing matches. He could go out and have five-star matches and stuff like that. 
Sami Zayn was, I think, born to be an entertainer in this way. And then when he needs to turn it on and have these killer matches, he can. But he's so good at the entertainment aspect of it, too, that I'm so glad that we get more of that. And he is killing it, Denise. He's been killing it. Like, I feel like this is like, this isn't even anything new. I feel like we've been seeing this so much from Sami Zayn. I'm, this is just really fun. There was a lot that I loved in this, like, opening portion of this. Like, even him, just like the way that Kevin Owens came out and started saying that he felt bad for him, that he had been reduced to the bloodlines, uh, personal clown. And how my favorite part in this, though, was when. Sammy Zay started saying, Jimmy likes me. And then they did the handshake. And then afterwards, like, Jay likes me too. Well, we're working on it. it it's he, He's doing stuff that to me feels brilliant. And this is why. Because you can laugh about it, but you also kind of like really... You buy like the kind of the sadness that comes with it too, because he's there kind of saying like, yeah, they like me. They're my friends. Like, it's all cool. And... I like that. I like that even though it's funny, I still also feel really sad about it. I love all this stuff. Kevin Owens beat uh same or beat Jay Uso in a match after this. They they talked a little bit of trash, but Sami Zayn would not hit Owens with the chair. And I mean, to his point, he's like, the ref is right there. Why would what's the point? We can just do it after the match. So I think that he made a lot of sense. And this didn't insult my intelligence by it happening. But um, there were a lot, there was a lot of story development here. To me, Owens and Zayn are the ones to beat this team. By the way, Usos joined Demolition and New Day as the only teams to hit 400 days as tag team champions. That is an incredible feat in WWE. Uh, good on them. But They've also lost like eight non-title matches during that time too. So it's not like they've had this overwhelmingly dominant run like Roman has. But I think it's got to be Owens and Sammy to unseat them. Hopefully on Raw right now. Because it doesn't look like we're getting a draft soon. So I would like that to happen. And them to win the Raw titles or whatever it may be. That way they can kind of establish that division on Raw a bit. Yeah, exactly. They definitely need to do that. And obviously that was one of the things that we've been talking about is how they need to just like add more to both the Raw and SmackDown tag team division, etc. Uh, so definitely that would do a lot. But the moment with him and the chair, I thought it was just something that worked really well with the, sto with the story. You know, a lot of like uh, foreshadowing type of stuff, which was good. I mean, the match itself was fun. Uh, Kevin Owens doing the frog splash, the, the super kicks that he even did one on Jay. Uh, the like the the spot on the steel steps, all of that. Everything was very very entertaining throughout this, and I think they did a really good. They they've been doing a really good job with the uh, Sami Zayn bloodline stuff, but also continuing or like rather like restarting this whole thing with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. This, uh, I can't wait to see them win those titles. I cannot wait. I love it. It's something I want to see. Also, uh, Owens had said about a year and a half ago it was that he wanted to become tag team champions or whenever Brian Danielson was still there, almost two years ago even. Uh, we got Richie saying, what teams would you call up from NXT? Um, I would... There's the, well, the Creed brothers, I feel still like, oh, they, they're they, still green. They still green. So I wouldn't call them up just yet. They, you know, they're obviously getting better, but they're fine for like right now. They're still good where they're at. And I mean, 
Jesus Christ. Legato del Fantasma, obviously. Oh, yeah, of course. But they already alluded to that, too, on, yes. on the last show, which was very awesome because they've been needing to go there for, like, it was well overdue with Legato del Fantasma, for sure. Legato del Fantasma, and I wouldn't mind Grizzled Young Vets if you had to, to bring one up. Uh, yeah, otherwise, like, Mustache Mountain doesn't exist anymore. Um, the Hunt doesn't exist anymore in, in NXT UK. So... It's, it's not like the stuff that the grizzled young vets right now are doing with Joe Gacy are yeah. all is all that in a bag of chips. So they could definitely uh, move you, them. I mean, if, if you had to, you could bring up like Tony D and stacks, right? Like, like maybe do that. They could, but I don't, I don't know. Maybe more of like a character wise type sure. of deal. You could also bring up solo Sokoa in the future whenever he's, you know, not hurt or whatever. You could bring up Fabian Eichner again uh, as as his as new character, or as Fabian Eichner. You could do a lot of that and reunite uh, Imperium. But uh, gosh, they should have I done that since like the beginning. They should have never been broken probably, up. Probably because I mean I don't think Trick and Carmelo are going to get called up. I think Carmelo will get called up, but that's probably it. I hope if they do call up Carmelo, I, I do think that they should bring Trick along with him because they have really good chemistry together. And uh, I like them together as like, you know, their friends and stuff. I think it works. But Carmelo can, like doesn't need Trick because he's good enough on the mic on his own. Timothy says, well, not technically new. I'm waiting for Owens and Zayn to reform and join the tag division. Me too. Me too. Uh, Trevor says, could contract talks with the Good Brothers start again? Yeah, I'd be shocked if they haven't started, honestly. Um, if I were the Good Brothers, I would do paid per appearance here and there. Like, if Impact still wants to use them, use them. But, um, yeah, man, like, I would I would at least entertain it because then you've got history with Balor and Styles, and you have a guy in Triple H, Denise, who will play off of that, who will say, oh, who could team up? With AJ Styles ooh, against Judgment ooh, Day. Ooh. Oh, well, probably this guy. And then Finn Balor could leave them and join uh, the Reformed Bullet Club there, too. Orlando says, Sammy is gold with the bloodline. The turn will be epic when it happens. I would love it to be that Sammy has been outsmarting them the entire time, too. Like, I would love it if that, like, it wasn't that he was naive. Like, he was using them to get his career back on track, not the other way around. I That'd would be love cool. That. I would like that too. Give him some dignity. We had Johnny Gargano, Austin Theory in a pre-tape. I thought this was some of the best promo work that Austin Theory has ever done. Period. Because Johnny's like, you didn't call when we had the baby. And Johnny's like, or Austin's like, wait, wait. You didn't call when I won the U.S. title or when I won money in the bank. And he is so so self-absorbed that he would think that. But his delivery was just so much more natural. I don't know if it's the change in regime or him talking to a guy that he's really comfortable with, but I thought this was the best work that Theory's done. And I even liked when he sat down, he's like, hey, why are you being hostile? You kicked me. And then Johnny's like, you know what? You got a point. And he sat down. This made sense, and it was just good. I think the other thing on top of those two points that you brought up about why you think you may be like just getting better. I think he seems more confident too now in the role. I think he's embraced a little bit more of that hatred that he was getting. I think he's starting to embrace it, but 
this was good because I loved that he touched on, you know, Johnny Gargano possibly being jealous of him. That while, you know, he was at home with the baby that, you know, he was on WrestleMania and this and that. And I'm like, well, you know, I could kind of, you know, obviously like I could see Theory's point in that. So I did like that he brought that up on top of the, the part where like Johnny Gargano, where he said like, oh, you didn't call us with the baby. And Theory's like, well, you didn't call it me when I won the title. And I thought, you know what? He's got a point there too. So I kind of liked this little, I definitely liked this exchange between him and and Johnny I thought it was good mainly just because I felt like a lot of it did make sense from both of their point of views where like one didn't look stupid and the other one didn't you know I thought that they both brought they made good points both of them Rob Rosenberg says Raw is super fun lately thanks Triple H can't wait for next month's show in San Jose also dark hair Denise is greater than blonde Denise JK love your work happy birthday SRS I, I think your hair looks good well, we had the main event. Now, before this, I had heard uh, a lot of stuff, not among them, that Naomi and Sasha would be back. Hadn't heard that at all. Hadn't reported that at all. Please take note of who does report that type of stuff and just arbitrarily throw it out there so they can say, well, I'm right, later on. We had never heard that. I heard they're not on the in- internal rosters, by the way. Um or at least as far as producers go. So that hasn't necessarily happened yet. That doesn't change whether or not they'll be there at all. But I had heard that they had planned some pomp and circumstance for the finish of this match. They were originally supposed to have streamers, confetti, and all kinds of stuff. In the end, Denise, it looks like they were just like, Pyro's a lot easier to clean up than confetti and and all that stuff. I'm going to see what else was planned for because i thought there was something else oh no pyro it was pyros confetti and streamers uh and ended up uh not being not being any of those but we got the match were you shocked when sasha and oh wait not that part sorry (laughs) well i mean different direction were you surprised shot sasha and naomi did not come back no, sorry. Really? I thought you were going to ask me a different question. Uh, <laughs> no, I wasn't. Honestly, I don't think I was the person. I wasn't along the lines of expecting them to actually show up. I saw, you know, all the talk and, you know, everybody getting excited on social media with, you know, predictions of, you know, possibilities of this happening. But I just didn't really. I don't know. I just I didn't have a feeling or anything like that. So I just kind of thought, you know what? This is going to be a pretty straightforward and we're going to have Dakota and EO win. And that's what I was thinking. And that's what I was actually shocked about was when Raquel and Aaliyah won. So let's talk about that as well. Um, this was very shocking. We're, we got a bunch of people talking about the legality of Dakota. Aaron says, anyone talked about Aaliyah pinning the wrong person? Leo says, Dakota wasn't legal. Was that a botch? Lord of the Bucket says, Rhea doing, or Raquel doing the Rhea Ripley gimmick of having the geek useless tag team partner. Call Me Crazy says, pretty sure EO was the legal girl. Trey says, twins win, but Kai and Sky lose. Don't know what to say. Uh, We got a lot of this about the, the, the not right person being pinned. Nicholas says, do you think it was on purpose that Aaliyah pinned the non-legal person? Because she pinned Dakota, but EO was legal. Ryan says, part of me wonders if the ref screwed up in the main event. Dakota wasn't the legal competitor. It was EO, and Dakota never tagged in. Denise, regardless whether it was intentional, whether it was accidental, 
WWE has to play off this now because this this just got more super chatted than the Riddle Rollins line that I thought was the best part of the show. So what they have right now, whether intentional or unintentional, and I don't know yet, I am going to find out. FightfulSelect.com, go subscribe and you'll have the answer. You can play it a couple ways. One, the ref screwed up. Two, Aaliyah screwed up. Because, I mean, everybody knows the story on Aaliyah. She doesn't, she ain't a winner. She's not good. She just ain't great. That's it. That's that's the gimmick, is that she's not a great in-ring performer. For the love of God, they even played it up like this. Like, she got knocked out of the match and Raquel had to, like, one-on-two it and had some incredible offense, by the way. When she threw EO into Dakota, amazing. But, I mean, that was the story, was that Raquel had to pick up the slack from, I think their name is Bougie and Badass. But which do you think it was? I, so here's the thing. They could play off of this next week, right? Yeah. Totally fine. But I kind of don't think, I think that was just an accident. I think it was just like, they're going to win and that's that. I don't think that they were necessarily planning on making it part of the storyline. Maybe it will be, but I just don't think so. And the reason for that is, they did this whole, you know, tournament, right? And you're going to have, like, already too much went wrong with this tournament where so many teams were in, so many teams were out because of different circumstances, whatever, right? You're finally going to crown champions for belts that were taken away from a team in a way that was, you know, very, very newsy, uh, very controversial, et cetera, right? Why would you want to, like, kind of like storyline fuck it up when you're crowning these new champions don't you want to keep like the honor of the belts in the tournament like that's the way that i'm seeing it now they can you know turn it into keep turn it into some sort of storyline if they want but to me it just doesn't kind of make sense to do that now we aren't that many years removed from them being like oh my gosh there hasn't been a women's main event since Trish and Lita, and they were playing that up, that they were playing up like that one too. You got a Leah main eventing Raw. <laughs> but you do have the women's tag tournament that you've put some juice into. EO and Dakota have been very protected. Uh, an interesting thing to note, Dakota wasn't signed a month ago. And then she went on this incredible run, main evented Raw, and is in this match. They have put some juice into this. Now, they could not have possibly predicted that not only would Nikita and Lacey get injured, but Toxic Attraction would get injured as well. That sucks. That's a bummer. It's hard for me to believe that they were even booked to be the original champions at that point. I think everybody thought EO and Dakota were going to be those champions. It felt like that's why they brought back the titles, right? It felt um, exactly like that. Like That's the reason why they brought back the titles. That's the reason why they decided to do the tournament. And it felt tailor-made for them. So it was very surprising that this didn't end up happening the way that it did. And also, like, one of the things that, like, I immediately was thinking about when this happened was, you know, Raquel was a two-time NXT Tag Team Champion with Dakota Kai. And the first time, like, by the end of the night, they weren't. The second time, uh, I think it was, like, a three-day run. And so this is, like, the she's never been a champion for more, a tag team champion for more than a week. That's kind of nuts. You know, so I, I wonder if they're going to do the same thing to them this time or if they're going to actually give them a, you know, a decent amount of time as champions. Lord of the Bucket says, now we're seeing how people would have reacted if the Trust Busters won the trio's titles. Damn. 
Leonza says, I don't care, but Aaliyah blind tag was genius and creative. Yeah, it was. It was. I like that. It's just a matter of getting the right person. Carlos says, Sean, I know Nixon Tegan uh, teased that she couldn't wrestle uh, due to visa issues. Any chance she has a surprise return at Clash? I don't know how the visa situation plays out in that country. Um, so I, I, it's it's not it's hard for me to say. Hard for me to say there. But if WWE wanted to get her a visa, they could get her a damn visa. Chad says Triple H never used Dakota well in NXT. Not shocked. I disagree with that. I think she was used pretty well a couple different times. She's been used well in WWE in the main roster. Orlando says, happy for Aaliyah winning her first championship. Raquel was the first woman to win NXT and the tag belts. I mean, here's the thing. It was seven years ago when Aaliyah was the rookie, or the young person on breaking ground and couldn't go in the ring. If you would have told me that she got to this point, I would say, okay, she's overperformed. If you would have told me that today, I would have been like, her getting to the finals to me was like, Good for her. Awesome for her. Jake says, I like Raquel and Aaliyah as a team, and I'm hoping their win means we get a tag title match at Clash. Raquel and Denise's hair both look awesome. Thank you. Uh, I'll have uh, some more news on the women's tag division this week. Not Sasha and Naomi related, but we're about to talk about Sasha and Naomi. Ryan Bent. Remember when we did our predictions when they first announced the bracket? I didn't even think they were going to make it past the first round. Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> oh, man, those predictions were way off. <laughs> get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. We're heading down the home stretch. Orion Ben says, Nikki Dewdrop versus Raquel and Aaliyah at Clash. Now we got three ladies matches. Will WWE do it? Wait and see, right? Also, props to Danny Moe and Kayla Sparks on the great selling tonight. Well, I don't know if they'll do Nikki and Dewdrop. Uh, Nikki, uh, I, I can't remember. I don't know if she worked main event tonight. I'm going to have to look, but... I feel like she might have gotten a little, or ha- had a rough bump on Friday or something like that. But oh yeah, it was on SmackDown. Yeah, it yeah, was on I, SmackDown. I, yeah. I would love it if they just did like an open challenge or something, and then like the Bella Twins came out or something. Like I, I just would rather see somebody like that than a team that they haven't been giving wins. I'd rather the absence of experience be over somebody that we we've watched get beat a bunch. Like what is it going to be like their third chance? Already, they lost the tournament. They lost the second chance. They're supposed to get another one. So Sasha and Naomi didn't come out. Leo says, what would your odds be for them at Clash? Um, I mean, if they want to, I don't know if they want, I mean, obviously they want to make it a remarkable, special show, but I don't know if this is a show with that. I don't know if that's necessarily the right place to do it. And if you want it to be a so. surprise there, do you, how hard would it be? They're going to be flying over. Like, they're not going to take a special overseas plane for them. Like, why make them do more when they could not have to do more to have the same impact? And get the get the buzz for your pay-per-view. Right. But, I mean, you don't know how Triple H is going to apply things because look at what he did with Dakota and EO. That, that was very surprising, too. Mod says, I'm okay with the results. Aaliyah and Raquel can defend the title while Io and Kai feud with Asuka and Alexa in a non-title feud. Surprise, though. Well, hopefully it leads to one of them getting a title shot. Dick the Cock Johnson 
says feel like they gave them the titles for now because they're going to put them back on Sasha and Naomi quickly whenever they come back. At least I hope so. Otherwise, that's just a terrible decision. I think so many people just had that vision of CM Punk walking out when John Cena had won that title and holding up his own title. Like people remember that and they thought, well, that's what makes sense. But they do feel like transitional champions, though. Of course. I'd be shocked if they held the title for over a month. Yeah. Which is sad, but, you know. Kai says they got a 33 and a third percent chance of coming out or showing up. In Simmons, the thing is, Sasha and Naomi, if they do come back, it would overshadow who won. I think this is a good winner, especially if they're temporary. Listen, all due respect to Raquel and Aaliyah, Sasha and Naomi are bigger than them. I mean, for... I mean, for good reasons. Sasha's main evented WrestleMania before. For and, multiple reasons, and you know? Na- Naomi has been like, God, she's won like WrestleMania Battle Royals and won the title at WrestleMania. Like she's had some really big moments and they were a part of one of the biggest news stories of the year. Nicholas says, if anything, I see Sasha and Naomi returning at Survivor Series. However, it's in Sasha's hometown, so it may look obvious. I don't think you hold them off that long if you got them. Like, listen, I haven't heard anything, but if Dave and Brian says it's imminent, I wouldn't be holding on to them till November. That's for sure. What if, but here's the thing though. And here's what I'm wondering too, because they did that. They did the Comic-Con, right? The the Chicago one. Then they also, then they, yeah, thank you. They did that. And then they also were at the She-Hulk premiere. What if they have like some other little things that they're trying to do before they return? Well, like I've said before, whoever reps Sasha does a great job. They got her on the Kevin Hart web series. They got her on Good Mythical Morning. They got her on Hot Ones. And then, you know, because of Hot Ones, she got on the Mandalorian. So she's, and she's it seems got, like they're helping Naomi now too. Yeah, because she's she's there uh, as well. So whoever she's got repping her is very very good at their job, and uh, I can tell you guys that there was something up there. Like I know a lot of people were like, "Oh, Raj got worked with the release." I can tell you that their representation was at least fielding offers from wrestling convention stuff and told them, uh, "By the way, they're not going to be or she's not going to be doing that until January 1st. So why would they even entertain it at all? You know what I mean? Why would they give them a set date if that was if there wasn't something up? K775 says, where does Raw's women division go post-Castle? Well, we don't know how long Becky's going to be out, but I would imagine it would make a lot of sense to me if one of the two women that teamed with Bianca like took umbrage with that and, and maybe went after her or they can continue a tag feud with EO and uh, EO and Dakota. And then you can naturally go to Bailey. Like, why wouldn't you go to Bailey? Feels like they have more options. Now this isn't a situation where we're like, Oh my God, we're screwed because Becky Lynch is not here. You know, there's a little bit more options and they're going to protect people. I mean, look, look now like Bobby Lashley's being protected. He's winning every week. Kevin Owens is being protected. He's winning every week. Like there are people that are actually winning their matches. And if they put them in a title situation, you go, oh, well, they've been winning a lot lately. So it it makes a lot of sense. Matthew says, what a great show, but that main event was deflating between that and the punk squash getting a little too much. Wait and see. I right. As of right now, I enjoy the punk squash because, and maybe I'm partial. I love stuff that gets people talking because I just like to talk about wrestling And that got people talking. It really did. 
Nick says, let's celebrate the fact that Aliyah is the first uh, female of Syrian and Iraqi def- uh, descent to win a WWE championship. That is incredible. That I didn't is, know that. That's awesome. That is awesome. I love that, and, and I'm very happy for her. Joey Bag of Donuts says, Sasha was supposed to show up tonight, but got sidetracked looking at all the Super Bowl uh, trophies from the Steelers. Well, uh, the good thing is she can show up there in about 15 years, and it'll be the same ones because they probably ain't making the playoffs for about 15 years. Uh, by the way, uh, guess who's going to be sidelined at that Bengals Steelers opening day? It's going to be me, Denise. I'm going to be there. <laughs> we go into a Guardians game. Are we still I doing think so. That? Yeah, we we're still doing that. Okay. Yeah, we're still doing that. It's dollar okay. hot dog night. I ain't missing that. Listen, I, I can't wait to tweet about the big fat shits you take after you eat like $10 glizzies. Bro, I'm already the, the one that park. got a photo of you running to go take a shit That's that not, one that time. That was a posed photo. It was a work. Yeah, you whatever. You got worked, you mark. Well, muted, Mark. Collins says, happy birthday, SRS. P.S. Denise is giving me early 2000s alt-rock vibes. Love That's what it. I was going for. Thank you, Collins. I always appreciate you. Always so awesome to me. Do you watch the VMAs last night? I just watched all the Taylor Swift parts. I didn't well, care about nothing else. You spared yourself. You spared yourself. I watched a couple movies on my DVR that were recorded from MTV. So I saw about uh, 30 commercials for that goddamn show. Oh, but, yeah. If you Anything MTV will have like a zillion commercials. Obnoxious. I'm like, man, I used to watch this shit. In Simmons says the rock just posted. He was only wrestling for six years when he left for Hollywood. Uh, I say that to say, uh, if Sasha, you, you if you have Sasha, yeah. use her now. Yes, exactly. You use, you use these people when you have them. Cause then Absolutely. they're going to go Hollywood place. Everyone wants to be nerd guru says I'm pissed. I really am. I see what they're doing. I don't like it, but it's somewhat of a plan. They didn't end the show with a five on three standoff for no reason. No Sasha's, uh, no Sasha's chances of showing up in Chicago did not increase, but they're still zero, in my opinion. Chicago, I don't know why you say Chicago, but um, like uh, maybe at the castle, like I, you know the the five on three aspect of it. Yeah, that could that could make a little bit of sense. That could make a little bit of sense, but I wasn't pissed. I was just like, eh, of course. Sean's personal assistant, I wish I had one, says, yo, boss, my check bounced. Who do I talk to? After today's show, it's clear to me. It ain't going six. Tony in five. Very clever. Um, that's the person who keeps tweeting that Tony Khan wins over Triple H every week. But Fear and Loathing in NYC says, happy birthday and all the best, SRS and Collins. Oh, we read that one. Luis! Luis, I sw- Luis just ruined my birthday. Damn, bro. He just messed up the whole thing. Hey, everybody. Party's over. Louise just fucked it up for everybody. So let's just go home. Poor Louise. Just kidding. Love you, Louise. Thank you so much, Louise. You need to give him more love. I do. He does incredible work for us, and I really appreciate him. He he does great. He's more of a producer than he is a moderator at this point because he drops notes for us and all kinds of stuff. But... Uh, now I got to cancel my goddamn birthday. So to hell with all that. Heartless says, "When's the birthday picks on Fan House dropping?" Sorry, not seeing these massive balls. SAS says, "Bro, Dexter you- Loomis is gonna kidnap you to see if it's true or not." SAS says, "Do you think they'll make Drew versus Roman match just for one title a few minutes before the match?" I could see it being a dusty finish, Denise, where 
Paul Heyman, the wise man, had worked it into the deal. You never know. I mean, there's got to be a way that there's some sort of pop and reaction for the crowd that day. So possibly. Denise, tell the people. Or they just give them both. I don't know. Tell the people what you're up to. I've got got so many... I got so many celebrities messaging me happy birthday right now. Oh my God, you're so famous. Yeah. Anyways, um, Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. If you haven't followed me on Twitter, please go. I'm almost, almost at 80K. Um, I've been slacking a little bit, so I need all the help yeah. I can get. And then youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. Carlos Easy says Luis Defender enters the chat. He is great. He's great. Nicholas says, Raw barely has any championships and they don't even get to defend the women's tag champs now and go to SmackDown. Well, I mean, they can. That's the, that's the golden ticket. That's the golden ticket to any brand. And they should have never had an NXT set of titles. That way they could bring people up in the interim if they wanted to. DDM says, if Sasha's back, build the four horsewomen Mania main event now. I'd love them to do a War Games match with Dakota, Io, Rhea, and Bianca at Mania. I would too. I don't know about Mania. But I'd love to see it in the future. And again, I would love to see them do that style of match in the chamber as well because you have a perfect structure for that. You can do a tag match there. Uh, Guys, some uh, plugs for this week. Got an interview with the Good Brothers. I believe we'll have an AEW interview with the Grapsity guys this week. Grapsity will probably be on a special day this week because this weekend is a loaded one. But post shows after everything. NXT, Dynamite, Impact. Uh, Rampage and SmackDown. Clash at the Castle. As of now, Denise is supposed to be doing that one with me Saturday afternoon. Sunday, Julie Cutler will be joining me for the AEW All Out post show. We also have Day After Dynamite from Will Washington. There's, It's always a crazy newsworthy day on Thursday. And uh, Will Washington has a new show over there uh, on Thursdays on our main feed. We got the Spotlight. And this week on Wednesday, Jimmy Van has said that he's going to have some sort of surprise. It's probably going to be stupid. It's it it's just what Jimmy does. <laughs> but that's listing your boy. We got Grapsity as well. I think I even talked. To, I mentioned that earlier. We've got so much stuff. I'm going to have to move around a couple things because we're so loaded this week. Uh, as mentioned, Denise has a new show with Will over on her channel as well. Check it out. I appreciate you guys so much. Uh, Thank you all for all the birthday wishes. Until next time, we're out. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.